Again, I'm your host Anthony from the Ashanti Deliver Podcast, and thank you folks for joining me to cover the latest in the news and views of the LGBT world. So, without any further ado, it's and we'll get to why there's only two people with me this week. Breaking news, but first, let me introduce them: Mr. Brother Sinatus, Mr. Ever Reliable. Hello, hello, sir. And Raphael joins us this week once again. Buenas tardes, chat room, whatever's left of it. Buenas tardes, America. Yes, it's Rafael, and I speak English. Aloha, Ikeo Taco Bell. We might have to get you when I, when I go you know, to Ohio. I was, I was up in Michigan visiting um, my partner's uh, family and his, uh, his wife, who's from um, Nicaragua, I think, and their baby. And so, of course, everybody feels like they have to say everything in English, also in Spanish, should be respectful. So I'm like, hello, hola, a.k.a. Taco Bell. And she just starts laughing. <laughs> like, oh, what, what you want? I don't know No comment, Spanish. no comment. I don't know any Spanish. Well, breaking news, folks. Half of Pride 48 is sick. Raphael, what's this? Raphael Bersonius, what's the scoop? Hello? Hello? Shoot. Drop your headset? I'm losing you. Having a bit of a bad connection. I, I am too. You're losing me. Hello? Check your microphone, Anthony. I'm right here. Right here. Can you hear me? I hear now you now. I do. Can you hear me calling you? Okay, anyhow. So what, so what happened with the Pride 48 crew? Well, you talking to me? They, they forgot to wash their hands or something. Any, so anyhow, folks. I say, I, 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 say, I say it was numb. They went there. They put something in the water to get everyone sick. It's a conspiracy, I tell you. Something, something I guess, went around at the Pride 48 because everyone who pretty much went there is sick. I mean, literally all of the podcasters that would normally be on the show are sick this week with a head cold or the flu or something or other, so <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go. Because <laughs> obviously whoever went got sick. So, yeah, conspiracy theory, uh, I'm, I don't know, mass orgy? I don't know. So maybe maybe it's just the weather. Maybe it's just the room. Somebody was sick, just passed it around. So Anyhow, so... It's basically just the three of us, and we're going to try and give you the best new show that we can with just the three of us. So, without further ado, you guys have probably heard about this. It's pretty much been the only thing in the news throughout the whole week is the Toronto Blue Jays guy, basically, who had the uh, the uh, the epitaph other underneath his eyes or whatnot, which begs the question, if you put that much effort into writing something underneath your eyes... Especially if you're doing it backwards in the mirror, how about you actually just learn how to play some baseball? Well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and say, why don't you actually do it grammatically correct? Because this guy is Cuban, okay, and I'm Puerto Rican, 
and we kind of speak the same uh, dialect of Spanish. You don't use tu eres ere, if you forgot to put the S at the end, maricon, anytime. And as you know, I know baseball players are not very, you know, are not the most scholarly people, but uh, it's correct. I mean, we don't speak like that. I mean, I'm kind of baffled. I mean, you know, eres maricon, or, you know, that's how we actually you would, you would use it, because you never use... Um, you never use the uh, pronoun you uh, uh, at the beginning of a sentence. So he spelled or, it wrong? Maricon, you know. So I'm going like, what were you... If you're, gonna, if you're gonna be a bigot, at least be a bigot with mixed sense, okay? <laughs> well, that's wait a minute. Things I'm kinda maybe like, maybe, maybe you know. the reason why they're dumb is how we can tell them apart, you know. That's how we can tell all the rednecks, basically. <laughs> yeah, but the, th- but the thing is, even in... I mean, trust me, I mean, anyone with a lick of, of a sense grammatically... Uh, I mean, we don't speak like that. So when I saw, when I actually pulled the, um, when I saw the, fir- the first news, I thought they missed the, uh, the guy who, uh, who wrote the, the headline misspelled it. But then I actually look at the picture and he miswrote it. And then you don't, you, you never start in Spanish. You never start a, um, it's, we have something called the implied subject. So, you know, basically it's, it's, it's like it's when, if, you, if, you, if you were to put on your, on, on your, uh, on your black um, eyeglare, you are gay and say you're gay, you know, with a construction, that would be kind of the same thing. <laughs> you know. Yes, you're gay. As I tell you that, well, I put on a big sign on my dress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least, you know, make sense, you know. That's, that's my yeah, biggest deal with that. You know, just, the other thing is, like, now it's, he's become kind of like a, uh, because he's Catholic, he's become a poster child because um, supposedly the, first of all, we have to remember uh, the Blues is, is a Canadian team, so the Canadian laws will apply in this case. Uh, so if somebody jumps about the First Amendment, it, you know, the Canadian team, the First Amendment does not apply to Cat, okay? Uh, you know, he's now become a, uh, you know, kind of like a poster child of, you know, of the uh, oppressiveness of the, uh, you know, gay homo uh, agenda, blah, blah, blah. Because I, I, I've been reading some people, you know, saying how he's being used as a, as a, as a victim of, 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 of gay persecution. Well, first of all, does Canada even have a free speech sort of type of law or no? I don't really know at the top of my head. And I'm not going to delve into research right now because... No, don't, uh, don't, don't worry about it. But it's just, I mean, it just goes to show he's an idiot. I mean, that's... He, he's, a, he's an, an idiot, idiot who doesn't know how to, how to be an idiot. Yeah, he doesn't know how to spell. Brother, brother, any thoughts on this? No, I think it's already been covered. Well, the, the last thing I have to point is he actually has now. I think he has to. He was suspended for three games, and he's kind of has to now uh, volunteer for Glad, which uh, that's kind of like. <laughs> no, just keep him away. I mean, seriously, people, don't 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 try to force homophobes to work with people to help volunteer. Just just ignore them, because it's pretty much useless at that point. It's like, yes, you 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 person who hate gay people, we're going to force you to work with gay people. No. <laughs> Stop wasting our time. All right, on to the next story. Raphael, why don't you tell us about what's going on with uh, Rupert Everett? Uh, Mr. Rupert Everett um, had a um, an interview with one of the newspapers. I believe it was the Sunday Times, uh, the British uh, Sunday Times, which is one of the big uh, dailies Ooh, over in the UK. Off, and he said a, a remark that he in which he said he couldn't think of anything worse than being brought up by two dads. 
And he added, some people might not agree with what with that. Fine. That's just my opinion. Then his mother, Sarah Everett, who's 77, was also interviewed in the same article and admitted that her son, that she wished her son was straight and had a wife and children. So basically, you know, it became a kerfuffle in the UK, of course. Uh, and then, of course, it. it crossed the Atlantic and now has become a kerfuffle in the US. Who's Rupert Everett? Rupert Everett is, he was a big actor in the 90s. He's now more of a character actor. Um, he has the. Is he gay? He's openly yeah. gay, actually. He's he, was one gay. Of, he, he was one of the early ones, and I mean, he was probably uh, up for leading man's type status. I mean, he was gorgeous and uh, a nice guy. But I mean, I really don't, when he came out, he really did not, well, I don't think we were mean to him, but we just didn't embrace him too much either oh really yeah he's not and very, just, uh, i don't know i'm looking at him and i um, mean one of his things was that he kind of regrets coming out so early because his career really didn't go much anywhere afterwards really now maybe who knows where it would have gone really but um you know i think you know he just kind of fell through the cracks and mm-hmm. i mean he, he his most for? his most recent movie is shrek the third and Shrek the Second as a voice. Uh, he actually did uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. If you see My Best Friend's Wedding, I believe he is... is he, isn't he the best man or or the um, the best man or the, the, the groom? Let me double check this over here. Yeah, he's in My Best... Okay, Shrek Move, Cemetery Man. So, I mean, you know... I mean, his career basically, as, 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 as Bruce Anita said... Once he came out, his career went south. Oh, Stardust. That was a good movie. Um, but he was a good actor. He's a good actor. But, you know, so he's a little bit upset. And, you know, the thing is, and, you know, it's, I believe, uh, one of our, one of previous episodes about, you know, idiots from the right, you know, was the classic case of idiot from the left, you know, because, you know, <laughs> he is, I mean, he's, he's, he's openly gay. He might be conservative. There are gay conservatives in the UK. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, um, and all of a sudden, you know, he opens his mouth. He says something really dumb, which is actually not even supported by by research. And uh, there have been research that establish that uh, children of gay parents are just as likely to be successful as children of of heterosexual parents. Well, yeah, we can go in a whole debate on the whole. Uh, I mean, parents. Just because two parents have a dick doesn't mean they're going to be any less or better than parents who have opposite gender. But, uh, anyhow, don't get me started. My head hurts. Um, Uh, uh, Don't tell me you're getting the the Pride 48 flu. No, no, I am not getting the Pride 48 flu. I am healthy as as can be, minus uh, maybe eating some hot chili for dinner, but that's about it. So, anyhow. (laughs) I'm not going there. All right, on to the next story. New York marriage supporter and Nam arch ally, arch enemy, sorry, win state GOP battle. New York State Senator Mark Grisanti? Santi? Grisanti. Grisanti, one of four Republicans who tipped the marriage equality into the win column, has won his GOP primary despite furious opposition from the anti-gay, anti-gay hate group Nam, who earlier... This year pledged two million to seat every one of those four GOP state senators. 
Uh, let's see here. Senator Mark J. Grisanti, a Buffalo Republican, who also supported same-sex marriage, comfortably fed off the challenge from Kevin T. Stocker, a Republican lawyer who accused Mr. Grisanti of breaking his word when he did so. When Mr. Grisanti's troubles are not over, he represents a district that is heavily Democratic, and Democrats see him vulnerable in November. He's attracted on flaring attention this year when he took part in the bar brawl in the American Indian Casino in Niagara Falls. Uh, quote, for people that know me, I stand by my beliefs and my convictions, he told supporters, adding, quote, there are so many issues that are done in this year, and unfortunately, you know, my opponent focused on a few, but the people spoke, end quote. The fate of Senate Republicans is being closely watched nationally because New York was the first state in which same-sex marriage became legal with support of Republican-controlled legislation chamber. Gay rights advocates say they believe they will need to support from more Republican legislators in our states to legalize same-sex marriage, and they have been concerned that if New York senators were defeated, Republicans elsewhere would be more reluctant to take the electoral risk of voting to allow gay men and lesbians to wed. And, of course, he was attacked in this little ad, which you can see here, um, which is actually quite hot. But, um, but you know, this once again, I think Joey uh, was talking about this on uh, many shows ago, how uh, this is a guy that actually did his job right, where even though he had personal convictions that were, were against it, he legally could not go against gay marriage because there was no legal battle that he could see that denied to deny gay people the same rights as everyone else so props to him and hopefully he'll be reelected or i don't know yeah exactly you know that that, that goes to, i mean we need more we need more people like him in the other states people so what what kind of upsets me is that the opponents are using softcore porn to vote down <laughs> a uh, a guy who supported gay marriage I mean, People's- if you see the ads, um, they they're showing a guy basically pulling a, another guy's pant down and looking rather aroused, so we say. And sometimes they quote political horse. I mean, it's supposed to be uh, a backed by a group that, shall we say, backs traditional morals. Yet, <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen a couple of pictures, a little less, a little, a little less uh, steamy well, in a couple of gay porn magazines. They'll throw, they'll throw so anything that's one. Of course, they still kind of claim the victory because they claim that a, they they, they claim uh, a new, downstate New York uh, or you know New York City uh, senator who who said she votes she was a Democrat who said she was going to be against gay marriage and the last minute uh, she she switched her vote. But of course, she had a little scandal involving embezzlement. Uh, but you know, the Family Research Council and um, NAM are saying, "Oh, we won, we won, we won, we won." And there's the other two guys uh, because there were four. One of them decided not to run again. He was involved in a in an altercation in an Indian casino. And then t- two other votes are still being too close to call. So it might it might go either way. If three out of the four get elected, uh, reelected, you know, it's it will be it will be a good message. Of course, now Nam is saying, you know, we'll back the Democrat, which is hopefully the Democrat is not anti-gay marriage. Right. Well, I mean, well, I have, to be honest, I haven't been following much of what's going on in the New York primaries and whatnot. But like I said, we need to get we need to get more gay aware and I don't know if it's gay friendly, but at least legally responsible individuals in. 
people, go out and vote or make sure you get your go register to do that, um, your absentee vote from home. It's the best way to do it. All right, on to the next story. Brother Sedatus, you have this one here. Okay. A new study has revealed that the repeal of the ban on openly gay people serving in the U.S. military one year on has no negative impact on the U.S. military. And this was from the University of California, Los Angeles, Palm Center, which released the study, the first academic study of its kind on Monday. Uh, that was revealed, uh, repealed on uh, 20, uh, 20th of September 2011 amidst warnings that the U.S. military would be adversely affected by the change. According to the findings of the study, cohesion, recruitment, retention, violence, and harassment or morale were all unaffected. I think the only one they said uh, morale, there was um, some problems. Uh, some people were bothered by it, but um, some pe other people were ecstatic about it. So the net effect was zero. And we all know who was bothered by it. But basically, I tried to read this report. Well, I started to read it. And it seems to be a very uh, scholarly one. Um, it involved at least one person from each of the military academies and the Marines uh, War College and then a couple others from uh, other schools and it seems to be fairly comprehensive and a well, good this start. Is, this is the thing that bothers me. It's like, first of all, it's like the, well, let me step back. The idea first off that if, if gay people came out and it uh, caused cohesion or problems with cohesion first of all so what <laughs> we have problems so let's keep so in other words you tell me let's keep being dicks to people just so our military doesn't have to deal with stuff how about we actually do the right thing to begin with and then we'll resolve the issue by teaching people not to be dicks so that's the first the first fallacy of that logic and the second thing, of course, is that most people who are probably in the military don't even care, or let alone are of the mind that if, well, then again, I think back to when I was in school and they had a guy come in and he said some very anti-gay things, but uh, we had two guys come in from the military. One guy said he didn't want any faggots in the trenches, and the other guy was like, well, I have a difference of opinion, and I, you know, as long as you're in the military, you deserve the respect there as anyone else. So obviously there's going to be people who are going to be, you know, the down-home boys who are going to be, issues with it but if they you know as with any job or anything if they are being disrespectful then you fire them that's what you do with it so well yeah. the funny thing is i was actually reading a world news daily story just to see what the other side is thinking and they were saying you know first and foremost funny thing the family research council say okay it's it's working one year ahead but let's wait we let's wait 20 years when all hell's gonna break loose <laughs> Uh, Let's wing know, it till infinity when something possibly could go wrong to cause. Yeah, I'm also, I'm also looking. I'm also looking to some. Uh, there's a group that's called Chaplains for Religious Freedom or something. I didn't get the name. Um, they're basically using uh, anecdotal evidence uh, and making you know because the the report says overall, which means the military, the U.S. military has what about a million. Men and women in uniform between the more than a million men and women in uniform between the three branches of uh, of the military and the National Guard. Um, you know they they pull they cherry pick or they pull you know case here and case there. Uh, for example, um, they were saying that 
that there was homosexual roommates, like, which falls in the first and foremost. There is there is an adultery and assault section in the U, in the Unified Code of Justice, which kind of protects you from from uh, from said actions. Which actually covers you know both straight and you know opposite partners. Right. If somebody's uh, being inappropriate, they're being inappropriate. It's just that simple. Whether it's straight or heterosexual, it doesn't matter. You're in the yeah. military. Unless you have a specific specific time off leave, you really can't do much other than eat, sleep, and work out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there was a, there was a case, for example, you know, dismissal of uh, chaplains refusing to com- to conduct same sex uh, ceremonies. Another case that they were holding a same sex ceremony in Louisiana, which is a, which, where gay marriage is illegal. So basically, they're cherry picking. One of, one of one of the funnier ones, which is kind of a little scary. They were saying that uh, between 2011 2012. Well, uh, allegations of male on male rape increased from 635 to 1100 plus. But they usually, you know, that you know, gays are 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 sex monsters. Uh, and the funny thing is, one of the one and the article says that they were complaining that that the, the opponents of Donas on Tell or proponents of Donas on Tell, excuse me, were not being allowed to speak. But at the same time, they were complaining that they that the uh, that people who, who march in gay pride parades uh, in uniform were violating the principle of the military of not speaking outside, you know, outside the the, the chain of command. So it's very, um, it's, it's very, it's very strange, and it's it's sad because, uh, as I said, I'm, I I practice Brazilian jiu-jitsu, okay, and it's a very macho sport. And a couple of my teammates know I'm openly gay, and they're like, cool with it, you know. It's like like everything else, you know. I presume the military the same the same way. Once you once you once you have somebody who covers your back, uh, you know, tries to you know help you out. I don't think if if they like dick or not. I'm sorry, I'm just talking to our chat room here right now. We got the, our one lone listener, Tracy here. <laughs> so, I mean, to to, to, to just to, to close out, uh, you know, it's I don't I don't think most of the military care whether you like dick or not, as long as you know how. No, how, how this how generation. This this generation right now, the kids these days don't give a crap, which is amazing because to them it's it's really no big deal. At least the majority of them. There's always going to be some bigots here and there, as there are yeah, bigots but, with any minority or anything these days. So yeah, and 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 these people are cherry picking those cases to make their case, which is you know it's not the best the best way to make your well, argument. They'll cherry pick anything from the Bible to whatever, but anyhow. Let's move on to the next story, which is Australian Senate also votes down marriage equality. The Australian, see I need Joey or somebody here to do the accent. Senate followed in the footsteps of the House of Representatives today and voted down marriage equality legislation with a vote of 41 and 26. Liberal Senator Sue Boyce spoke on behalf of the religious liberty of gay people, but Democratic Labor Party Senator John Madigan claimed that the victim... He was a victim for opposing the freedom to marry, blaming LGBT activists for an attack designed to pour scorn and guilt on those who have the trinity to refuse to deny their principles. As in the U.S., same-sex marriage law will now have to play out in the Australian states, despite the fact that a significant majority of Australians support equality. Yeah, Australia is pretty much a uh, more carbon clone, copy, copy clone, no, carbon copy of the United States in some ways, and I had a feeling that was going to happen anywhere where it was going to go to the States and whatnot, but that's okay. It's, it'll all end up in the courts at some point. So, 
Well, the um, well, actually, two states are considering Tasmania, which is which is uh, uh, one of the smaller states. Did pass a marriage equality bill in its house. And you know when they talked to the people there, they said, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I know you were going to go there. <laughs> Sorry, it's an old joke, but I love doing that. I know. I, I was expecting it. So I was, I, 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 when, when, I, when I made that note, I, I put a note that Anthony was, is, is, going, is going to make a bad imitation of the Tasmanian devil. Which is more like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and also, South Australia, which is one of the other states, is considering the issue. Now, Queensland, which is one of the bigger states, uh, I believe Melbourne is in that state, or maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, actually, no, Mel- no, Queensland is not. Doesn't have, but, uh, point is, it actually had a civil partnership law. They just downgraded uh, uh, same-sex um, civil partnerships into something lower. So it's gonna be it's gonna be going all over the place. Now, the funny thing is that. Uh, like in the UK, Australia has a very strong party system. The Labour Party had a free vote. What it means is when you have a free vote, uh, any member of parliament has the ability to uh, vote his, as he or she pleases. Uh, in most cases, if you vote against a party, your, your, your political career is basically screwed because you run as part of a ticket. Right. So... And actually, the prime minister, uh, I believe is I forget her, what her name is, she voted against the measure on the lower house. Yeah, and I'm not, this is where I wish Arthur was here because he could tell us a little bit more on how the laws and regulations work with Australia and whatnot. So, but unfortunately, he's recording Arthur and Paul right now, the bastards. So, anyhow, uh, brother, any thoughts on this? No, I mean, it's what I think is what I was hearing they were going to do. Yeah. All right, on to the next story. Uh, hey, Intel clarifies that no donations. Oh, what was that? No, sorry. Okay. Intel clarifies that no donations will be made to any Boy Scout troops that discriminate. Earlier this week, the American Independent reported that Intel was one of the Boy Scouts of America's largest corporate donors in 2010, giving over. 700,000 to local troops and councils as matching grants for employees' volunteer work. Scouts for Quality founder Zach Wallace responded by launching a change.org petition calling for the computer chip maker to cease financial support for any group, like the Boy Scouts that discriminates against people based on sexual orientation. Today, Intel clarified to think progress that is already adjusted its policies to prevent such donations in the future. The company first launched its involved matching grant program three years ago, offering donations to organizations for which employees volunteer. But there was originally no mechanism to ensure that they align with Intel's non-discrimination principles. As checks were being cut at the end of the year, Intel realized that many were going to organizations included but not limited to the Boy Scouts. They're out of step with those principles. This year, for the first time, prospective recipients of Intel grants will have to sign a statement confirming that they do not discriminate based on creed or sexual orientation. And any groups that cannot will be ineligible for funding. Um, and you know what? This, I mean, this may be along the lines, like, for example, where I work in most large corporations, too. They'll allow you to contribute a certain amount to, like, the United Way, and then they'll match that. And then, But the United Way supports everything from the Boy Scouts to, like, Stonewall and other organizations and whatnot. So, and people get to choose what they send you know that too, and then like your company will usually match it. So, 
it could be something where a lot of people just thought they're donating the Boy Scouts and they really didn't pay attention to what the Boy Scouts stand for. And then it tells like, oh, this is going to make us look bad. But if that, I'm guessing that's probably the case. And I don't think Intel is really to be blamed for that if it's something. Where well, and I mean, the Boy Scouts are kind of getting divided themselves already at the moment. Yeah. I mean, there's some of the traditionalists that don't want to even consider it, but there's a lot of, uh, I mean, people that have been supporting the one lesbian uh, troop leader. Right. So, yeah, um, it's going to be dicey for them for the next few years. It, it is until they at least come around to it, but I mean, it's like, I remember going to see uh, a documentary about the Boy Scouts and basically trying to get this overturned by there's a young kid who did it for a very short period of time. And... The director of the documentary said the original purpose of the Boy Scouts was to make men more boys more manly. <laughs> so it's probably not going to happen for a while, folks, because it's you know it's basically their original intention was to prevent men from being sissies. So, well, the uh, the funny thing is uh, this this amendment about homosexuality uh, was added in the 1980s. Back in the 60s and 70s, they was they just wouldn't touch the issue. Period. You know, it's like, you know, that's that's not our role. It seems, you know, when the 1980s, when the um, when the um, um, when this when when social issues became um, more of a wedge issue, that's when it became a um, uh, an, uh, uh, it, it was added to the uh, to the guidebook. Right. So well, I think also they got caught in a couple of pedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, so well, this that's was. That's, that's, that's this is their way to overreact. Well, I think that was that's that's, that's more recent, I believe, uh, because I was. Well, I think uh, they were having problems with that back in the sixties. Yeah, does everyone else remember the episode of Mr. Belvedere where the kids got Boy Scouts and the guy, the the camp counselor does like he just offered him a back rub or something like that, and then it was you know he felt uncomfortable. I remember watching that going, "What? He just offered him a back rub? I don't understand what's wrong." <laughs> In hindsight, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, now it all makes sense. <laughs> well, the funny thing, the funny thing, I just, I just look at the uh, human rights campaign has a, um, has a, um, a uh, ranking of different um, companies, and from zero being the uh, the worst uh, possible, actually, you can get negative ratings to ninety to hundred percent, which means you're perfect, according to HRC, of course. And HRC is giving Intel a 95%. Um, basically, and it's probably about the, uh, the issue of uh, Boy Scouts, they gave him a zero. Unengages in actions that would undermine the goal of LGBT equality. But it gave him, you know, positive reviews on other, other, uh, well, other areas. So I think, though, like with this incident, though, I think they tried to come up with something new. And they didn't get it thought through all the way. And they got caught. Yeah, they're not anticipating what may happen or what are all the ramifications about giving all this money away, or something, or something that they were doing all the time, but they were not realizing about it too. Yeah, yeah. Remember too, though, you could also be an organization that says they're LGBT friendly, and that I, you could be told through back, you know, in in private meetings that the, as I was, that some of the big wigs are not down with quote that. So you know it. it, it you know, it all depends on who's running the company sometimes. Yeah. 
All right, anyhow, on to the next story. Uh, Raphael, tell us what's going on in the UK. And if you could do it in a It seems that a doctor <laughs> over at the uh, National Health Service was being a bit of a twit, I say. I'm pulling the story. That's what I'm I'm, I'm doing a little bit of, um, of extemporaneous uh, discussion. Where is that darn story? Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I did read it. Uh, okay. Basically, yeah. the, the this doctor, or she's actually a uh, a teaching doctor, uh, was saying that she will if you didn't act uh, if you act too feminine uh, and didn't walk straight, you would be uh, you would get a failing grade in her class, and it caused a little bit of a, of a kerfuffle over there. And where is the story? I'm trying. And where's my story? I lost the story. I'll read it. Good God, good God in heaven. <laughs> a senior doctor has been accused of telling medical students to avoid acting gay if they want to pass their exams. According to independent Dr. Uin Quinales, made the recommendations in a guide setting out ways in which minority candidates can neutralize bias. Journalist Patrick Strudwick reported that Dr. Corrales is now being investigated by the Royal College of General Practitioners. It's claimed she suggests that gay students should speak in deeper voices and alter their body language in order to increase their chances of doing well on the RCGP's clinical skills assessment. Regarding what she called a the camp, camp category of students, she said, one candidate was facing a third sitting and yet no one had told him about his mannerism. Galt's speech were too over, overtly gay. And that he was sitting an exam, setting. I think this was setting an exam. No, sitting, sitting. sitting exam, uh, actually, they sit in an exam. That's and, the way they speak. Administered by right-wing conservative Royal College. So I advised him to lower and deepen his high-pitched voice, neutralize his excessive body movements, and walk like a straight man. Uh, the RGP's chief executive, Neil Hunt, last night referred Dr. Quiles to the College Board of Senior Officers after they alerted to the book by the Independent. Um... I am guessing there is something else here that we're not hearing. This seems a little bit, I don't know. So there, there, there's, there seems, I, I have a feeling we're missing something here. What do you guys think? Well, basically, it's, uh, as I said, it's a, it's a teaching doctor, um, you know, who spoke out of line and, um, and was and the, 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 uh, the professional association just, just went down on her. Uh, that kind of came bad. Yeah, but you know, well, I mean, lay down the law. But here's my question: She's is she trying to say this because she has some inside scoop on maybe some of the other people that you have to take tests for are homophobes? So is she saying that because she wants the kids to succeed, or is she just saying that because she's a homophobe? I mean, that that's where I, I want to know the deeper part of the story here because it might be where she just she's trying to protect the kids and say. Hey, if you want to pass this, you got to butch it up a bit because these guys are assholes. Or, hey, if you want to actually go somewhere in life, you got to butch it up, kids. I mean, there's there's two different ways that could come across. Is it, well, am I making the, sense on that? The, the independent is, I believe, from the left. I'm actually pulling the story from the from the from the um, from the actual newspaper. Um, it's actually she seems to be. I mean, she's a teaching doctor, and it seems that she seems to be one of the uh, senior doctors. Um, base, actually, she wrote the official guide. One candidate was facing a third sitting, and yet no one had told him that his mannerisms and gait and speech were too overly gay. It's one of these doctors who's being a knucklehead. 
uh, also she she advises candidates. For example, you know the UK has a has a big influx of uh, Nigerian and Pakistani Indians to focus on emphasizing the lyrical Scottish or Welsh accents in sittings and sams in these regions. In other words, it seems that this doctor seems to. Uh, uh, I think the gay issue because remember, pink news will, will is is more is more gay uh, oriented, so they emphasize on the gay part. But it seems that she was saying other stuff that would have been offensive to other people too. So she got she got referred to the uh, to the um, to the uh, professional association, and that's a matter of them deciding because she was being a knucklehead all around. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the results of this are because I, uh, I have a feeling there's another part of the story that's we're not being told here. Well, the last the last paragraph on on that story. Whoa, uh, you all right? Uh, that was my playing, uh, playing, playing uh, bocce ball. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna smack her in the nose later. Um, uh, basically, the last line on the story says, "Approach." Uh, and this is on the independent newspaper website. Approach for comment last night. Dr. Cole said, "I'm not for a minute suggesting the cause is racist or homophobic. These are merely tips to neutralize subjective bias." If any, in 10-minute assessments involving a total of 26 random actors and examiners who have never met the candidate. But the calls has previously stated of her advice, all my suggestions are simply about getting you through the CSA. Uh, they are about changing your image to get you through this one assessment. They're not about changing who you are. So, I mean, it's, you know, I've been told in art school, you know, when you go into certain places, you know, you can't really be the the hippie guy wearing sandals and whatnot. I mean, you sort of have to, you know, dress your part and whatnot, but, you know, it all depends. It all depends if this was a, if this is being homophobic or if this is really saying, you know, you need to act a little more professional people, so. Um, yeah, once, once again, I'm just seeing it more as one, as people, not, once again, it's just kind of like the, like the, like the uh, Rupert Everett story in which, you have to. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a mentality that has not that you know that is fixed in an older worldview, because uh, she's saying the same thing to Nigerians and and Pakistanis and Indians. They call them Asians over there, to not act Nigerian or or, or Asian. And there's a big um, uh, group of uh, of those communities. Uh, they have to be more speak more like Welsh or Scots, which. So, so uh, I'm getting breaking breaking news from the chat room. Uh, they don't suspect it was the microphones at Pride 48. Uh, Veritable, Veritable Virgo is thinking that there was something either the AC systems or the water tank systems, and they're possibly inhaled bacteria through water vapor. So lawsuit. I I have a feeling we're not going to be doing that at the Luxor next year. <laughs> Well, this was uh, – they weren't in the Luxor. They were in the one next door, Excalibur. Oh, okay. By the way, anyone who stayed at the Luxor, would you explain to me when you look outside, are your windows slanted? I mean, are the windows all slanted so you're like they're the side of the pyramid? Because I've yet to see how the windows work on the outside Luxor or how that works. And so someone explain to me how that – you know, they, they were slanted. They are slanted. Okay. So you're basically looking out the side of the pyramid, which is the window, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you've got to be my height to be able to use much of your room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. How many rooms do they have there? Or not? Oh, anyhow. I guess I'll have to go there and figure they it out. They had a bunch. Are we digressing? I'm sorry. I was just curious because, you know, you see that thing going, 
how is that structurally sound from the inside? But anyhow, so uh, on to the next story. Brother Sinatus, tell us what's going okay. on with Okay, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the second woman to ever be appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court, said this week that it is likely that the court will be ruling on gay marriage sometime in the next year. Ginsburg appearing at the University of Colorado, just down the street, Wednesday was asked a question about the constitutionality of gay marriage. She smiled and said she couldn't answer because the Defense of Marriage Act would probably be coming before the court soon. I think it is most likely that we will be will have that issue before the court towards the end of the current term, Ginsburg said. So, sounds like she's getting ready for it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I think tomorrow, actually tomorrow, the Supreme Court is hearing the certiorari. If we remember last week's uh, uh, edition of This Week in Gay, they're, they're considering the writs from the Ninth Circuit, which is the California Supreme Court, uh, excuse me, the California um, referendum uh, uh, appeal. And then from the First Circuit, which is the one she's referring to, which is the uh, Defense of Marriage Act. So she might be hinting. And of course, Supreme Court justices love this whole. That's why she says, I think it's more likely that we will have this, that issue before the court toward the end of the current term. She's throwing a signal, but trying to look very, very kind of like an oracle. Um, yeah, you know, that, I, that's, I, that's I think like it. I think she's giving the heads up that, guys, this is coming to us at some point. So probably not this year, but soon. No, actually, she's saying she's come, it, 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 she said it might come towards the end of, the, of, of this current session. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, well, remember, the, 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 this term is from October to March. No, so, so it could be. I mean, it would be next year, probably. Yeah, that's true. After, after the election again. That's that uh, that that's and that's what I also kind of consider uh, agree. Uh, the funny thing is, as I said, the the first the the way Doma could be decided uh, could be on a very narrow basis, because what Doma says, and I can actually, if you want, I can read you the whole the whole law. Which says you want to uh, read the whole law? <laughs> I'm going to tell you it's uh, this is uh, this is the whole law, okay? Being enacted by Congress by the House of Representatives of the United States. Uh, uh, let's see, in general, chapters one to fifteen of Title Twenty of the United States Code is amended by adding after Section One Seven Three Eight B the following: Certain acts of records, proceedings, and effect thereof. No state, territory, or possession of the United States or Indian time shall be required to effect. To any public act, record, judicial proceeding of any other state, territory, possession, or tribe, respecting the relationship between persons of the same sex that is treated as a marriage under the laws of such other state, territory, possession, or tribe, or a right of claim arising from such relationship. Clerical amendment. The table of sections at the beginning of Chapter 115 of Title 28 U.S.C. is amended by inserting blah, 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 blah. Certain acts and records proceedings to the effect thereof. Definition of marriage. In general, Chapter 1 of Title 1 of the U.S.C. is amended by adding the end following. Definition of marriage and spouse. In determining the, me- the meaning of any act of Congress, of any ruling, regulation, or interpretation of the various administrative bureaus and agencies of the United States, the word marriage means only a legal union between one man and one woman as husband and wife, and the word spouse refers to a person of the opposite sex who is a husband or wife. Clerical amendment that basically tells you know what, what to do. So basically, that's the whole Defense of Marriage Act. So what, there's, what, what happened in Massachusetts said somebody, hey, wait a second, uh, his spouse or her spouse died. They didn't get Social Security benefits. She went to court in Massachusetts. It got ruled, went to the First Circuit. And I think kind of proud because one of the judges that 
uh, subscribe to that decision is one of the district judge from Puerto Rico because we fall on the first circuit. Don't ask why, why it's that way. Subscribe to that uh, decision, saying basically that in the uh, in the benefits section of the uh, of the Defense of Marriage Act is illegal because basically what it's telling you is anything in the in the United States law law book that says uh, spouse means opposite sex. So you know, and as I see, that's a, that's how that's the whole law. I just I didn't read you the whole, you know, the whole first part because it's basically the short title, but that's the whole law. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this this plays out because a lot of stuff's gonna be just like the Joey nailed it. I was and I was telling someone else about this the other day, where if you have insurance benefits, other benefits for somebody. And one neck of the, you know, one state, they you can't deny them when they go to another state. So, but uh, once again, as I said on the previous podcast, uh, you have to look at Anthony Kennedy. He will probably be the deciding vote. Um, I, I can, I, I told you the uh, the breakdown last week. I'm not going to say it again because you 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 might you might rib me about uh, razz me about it again. Okay, I'm not going to razz you. <laughs> yeah. Besides, yeah. Besides, they yeah. need to go listen to that issue that episode. Yeah, just about, yeah, people, listen to last week's episode. No, 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 no. not oh no, it wasn't my greatest performance. <laughs> four years, or I'm four years, four hours of podcasting, I got to the fifth hour, and I'm just like, oh, that, that, that. <laughs> Well, basically, basically, I'll break it down again. Um, Clarence Thomas, uh, Anthony Scalia, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, and Alito, Samuel Alito, will probably vote to uh, uphold DOMA. Beta Ginsburg, who already gave you the hint, um, uh, Stevens, uh, I forgot, Sotomayor, and Kagan, who are the other, the four liberals, will probably vote to overturn. So that leaves you, um, basically, Anthony Kennedy, who may or may not uphold the law. Yeah, well, and plus, too, like, like you said last week, it may, they may just, when he gets there, deny it, but we'll have to see what happens when he gets there. And they may rule just rule it very narrowly. I mean, they may rule it have, as the First Circuit Court said, just on the aspects of benefits, which might get it past the Supreme Court. Right. Right, 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 right. All right. So that's, that's they, there you go, folks. There is your hard-hitting analysis provided by our research analysis guy, Raphael. <laughs> I'll take the last one. And it, well, wait. I was okay. Go ahead. I was going to segue into uh, to go ahead. We'll, we'll get to that. No, go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You first, sir. I insist. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> well, basically, there are two new polls coming out, uh, saying that a that a marriage equality in the in the U.S. is steadily increasing. It suggests that the anti-equal gay marriage campaign could be losing steam with the number who back marriage equality now greatly outnumbering its detractor. Now, CBS News, New York Times says the 51% favor same-sex marriage, uh, and uh, opponents is down to 41%. AP is saying that it's 53% to 46%, 42%. So it's good news, but remember, these are generic questions. I just pulled the AP uh, question, and it says, should couples of the same sex be entitled to uh, same government benefits as married couples? of the opposite sect, or should the government distinguish between them? And then the uh, the other one is, should the government give legal recognition uh, to marriages between couples of the same sex or not? And then the CBS uh, New York Times poll, it says, do you think it should be legal or not for same-sex couples to marry? So it's a very uh, straightforward uh, question. The thing is, 
those people who may agree to it may not be people who are voting. And those are the people who kind of count in this uh, political season. Uh, there are four referenda, Washington State, Maine, Maryland, and Minnesota. And you may be 53% in favor, 63% in favor uh, of equal, equal rights for gay people and 32% against, or 53-42 for gay marriage. If you don't go to vote, it doesn't help you very much. All right. Well, I'm, but we know the tide's turning, which is the the good thing is that people are starting to wake up, and I mean, partially because people have more access to information now, younger people have access to communication, and at the same time, more people are just coming out because they realize that they need to. So, so I mean, it's it's the tide's already going that way. It's just a matter of how quickly can we get there. What what kind of I find it amusing is that NOM, which is the National Organization of Marriage, they like to move the um, the goalpost. So let's say that uh, Maine, which is that's how the polls say it, Maine, Washington, and Maryland uh, go for gay marriage, and then Minnesota, which is basically marriage should be between a man and woman, let's say, which is the one that's too close to call, um, and it gets approved in in Minnesota. They say, oh, we won, we won, because as 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 in New York. Uh, even though they 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 weren't able to over uh, to uns- unseat the Republican um, delegate uh, senator who supported gay marriage in the in their in their legislative assembly, they started crying about how 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 they defeated the other the other three guys, oh, excuse me, other two guys who you know. So, I mean, every victory counts, but sometimes it can be a little bit excess exasperating. Well, it seems like a lot of times we get two steps forward and one step back, but we are we are progressing. Oh yeah, it's, I'm, it's just it's it's an uphill battle sometimes. Yeah, it's it is it is true, and hopefully, once we get those victories, uh, we have to deal with the ones that that have gone the other way, which is what happened in Maine. Maine actually, right now, the law in Maine is majority man and woman, but they were able to once again. Um, put the issue on the ballot. So, who knows? I'm hoping. I'm hoping for the best myself too, especially in my lovely state of Maryland, who hopefully will be sensible enough to support gay marriage. And if any Marylanders listen to my voice, hope you have ready so your behinds to vote and you go November the eighth to vote, or else you'll be having a, a visit from your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, <laughs> <laughs> and he will not be a very happy camper. Spider-Man's in Maryland. I'm being silly. It's so great that we got to tell everybody about this, but how can other people help here? <laughs> well, there's, there's other things you can do. Um, you, can, you can help out donating money. Uh, HRC is, has a campaign. Um, as well as wait, a, wait, 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 wait. You're, you're wait missing, a second. You're missing the point here, Raphael. We're trying to get oh. money here for me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> screw the what? HRC! I need to, I need to pay for these goddamn servers. So, folks, we are at uh, October fifth is my due date. I need to pay for the server cost for this year, and uh, we're at. Uh, I need. To, I have a twenty dollar donation so far. We need to raise at least sixty eight dollars because I am flat broke. So, if you Feel that this is a worthy show. If you feel that you're getting the edumacainment that you need, need, need. Yeah, well, great. <laughs> I'm not really building my case here, am I? But um, if you enjoy the show, folks, I really would appreciate any donations, even if it's one buck, two bucks, 
50 cent well paypal probably doesn't do 50 cents but please consider going to thisweekingay.com and giving us a donation so i can pay for these server costs and we can continue this show for a little bit longer so please 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 we have an october 5th deadline and to be honest folks i'm not going to renew it if you don't want it so show your love and donate today right guys in the words of of one of our other podcasters two freaking dollars <laughs> yeah, who's that uh that's what's her name the naughty well, actually, i think the direct quote is fuck two dollars oh yes yes yeah, I forgot. Sorry, <laughs> I misquoted her. I'm so. That's, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it from Joey. Yeah, that's okay. Joey's sick. So, <laughs> actually, Wendy will probably get you too. I mean, she's. Yeah, she's oh, the one who says it. Nice. I, don't too. Think, I think Wendy has an evil bone in her body. But all right, so yeah, folks, please consider going to thisweekinggay.com and. Donate. All right, let's wrap this show up. So, without any further ado, let me go around and. Hey, these two guys here, let me give them a chance to tell, to let them tell you about them. And, well, anyhow, Brothers and A's, what's going on? Hey, you can follow me on uh, Google Plus or Twitters or actually just follow my audio booze. Audio boo. Audio boo. Gimme, gimme, gimme some audio boo. Audio boo. Uh, Raphael, where are you from and what do you do? Well, I am the official. Uh, this week in gay research department, <laughs> and I live in the lovely state of Maryland. And you better register your beehives and vote, or else I have you have a visit from me and my boys. <laughs> <laughs> and my boys. <laughs> but seriously, uh, those Marylanders, Washingtonians, Minnesotans, and Mainers, go vote. Get off your ass. Thank you. Go online and get the the um, the absentee vote. Yeah, it's it's simple. It doesn't take you too much in effort. Yeah. And as a good Puerto Rican, which we love to, we, we, we love our elections. It takes two minutes, boys and girls. You love your. It ain't elections. that hard. <laughs> chat chat room says fuck two dollars, fuck a dollar ninety. What's the extra Australian exchange rate on that two dollars? <laughs> Hold on, I can tell you. No, no, no. All right, we're wrapping up here anyway. So, all right, folks, stay boy, stay tuned for Country Boy West coming up next on Pride48.com. But and to all the Pride for You podcasters, get well. I'll talk to you yes. later. Alright everybody, have a good one. We'll catch you next week. Bye bye. Hasta luego, people. And yes, get well. Don't do every next time, don't do anything I would do. <laughs> That's probably what caused it. <laughs> right, good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>